Our mission is to discuss extraction, processing, business practices, and lessons learned with the established experts of the extraction process. This is Mission Supercritical, a service of Apex Supercritical, the leading CO2 extraction equipment manufacturer. Now, here to navigate our broadcast is a U.S. Navy veteran and the founder and president of Apex Supercritical, Andy Joseph. Okay, welcome to Mission Supercritical, an exclusive radio show that highlights the extraordinary individual success stories of Apex Supercritical's more than 500 customers operating in the cannabis industry today. I'm your host, Andy Joseph, president and founder of Apex Supercritical. Thanking you for joining us today for the show. Our guest today, Toby Ripito, CEO and founder of Cosmic Kitchen out of Gunnison, Colorado. Which, uh, to- Toby, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. So, so Toby, just to uh, to get a little bearings with it, Toby, you said uh, you know, Gunnison, Colorado, on the western slope. What does that mean? Well, you know, basically the state of Colorado is divided by the the continental divide. You know, and you've got the majority of the population probably you know in the Denver area, which is on the the eastern slope. And we're here in a little mountain town, uh, about seven miles from the largest lake in the state of Colorado, a pretty hip ski town, biking, outdoorsy life, um, probably about 10,000 people here in the area, uh, Western State University. So we're a company founded on a little bit of lifestyle as well, you know, and we like this, we like this Rocky Mountain, you know, outdoorsy lifestyle, uh, and that's kind of what we've, you know, where we've uh, kind of focus our company, and that's why we like to be here. You know, not in right. the hustle and bustle. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. So, so cosmic. Yep. So, cosmic kitchen, Gunnison, Colorado. You guys are on the western slope, which I get it now. It makes uh, makes sense. So, um, you know, on the on the on the other side of the continental divide, can't be a whole lot of people over there, though. So, do you guys do you guys produce products over there, and then move to dispensaries over, uh, you know, where the more populous areas are, or do you guys just focus on the western slope for your for your products? Well, it's it's definitely a statewide uh, marketplace. You know, I mean, we we focus here locally, of course. Try to source most of our material here locally. Um, you know that you've got Grand Junction, Durango, Montrose, which are pretty populous areas on the western slope. But uh, mainly, you know, we uh, yeah, it's it's still a statewide movement. Right, right. So you guys are uh, making making some cool products over there. All right, so Toby, before we get into too much about what Cosmic Kitchen does and, and, and you know, uh, the, the marketplace, let's talk a little bit about you. Uh, give me some of your background. What did you do before you got into the cannabis industry, and, and how did you make that transition? Well, you know, I, was in, I started in real estate about 20 years ago um, here in the same valley. Uh, real estate company owner for about 10 years. Then I moved to Costa Rica, started another real estate company down there, had a beachfront bar and grill, and and then moved back to Gunnison uh, about five years ago. And um, just with a longtime friend of mine and uh, our, our uh, vice president and director of operations, his name is Spencer Hestwood, we started this company, um, started raising capital, wrote the business plan, et cetera, just kind of was ready for something different uh, and saw this the cannabis space as an emerging market and thought it would only get bigger, um, you know, if the right cards fell into place. And uh, as they have, I think, as you can see, kind of on a national level. But, um, yeah, basically just a re- real estate guy, um, entrepreneur, and, you know, decided for a – wanted to 
a tougher challenge, I guess, because that's 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 what it really that's what it's turned out to be, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, well, especially with the you know price depression and commoditization in the cannabis industry, it's got to be tough, for sure. But uh, you know, uh, how do you? Uh, but I mean, any any exposure to cannabis or, or marijuana prior to that? I mean, you know, any any business side of it, or was it recreational or medical, or how'd you find yourself? How'd you make the actual transition into cannabis? Well, you know, um, no, no previous experience in it or anything, just really more about the business side of it. You know, hey, it looks like there, there would be getting in on the ground level. It should be, you know, profitable, um, or at least there's some opportunity uh, for long-term uh, success in it. But I thought we needed to get started early. And so kind of just really jumped in with both feet and uh, have kind of just learned as we went, you know, the cannabis side of it, just tried to apply some good just business standard tech, you know, just, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you took it, took advantage of the entrepreneurial opportunity that is the cannabis industry today. You know, it's a, it's a bunch of mom pop type of operations. And, and, uh, you know, I like to, I like to say that the cannabis industry is really a, a uh, entrepreneur's dream. From the standpoint that you know, folks like myself and 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 you guys at Cosmic over there, you know, there's an opportunity because it's an explosive growth market. I mean, it's one of the fastest growing markets, if not the fastest growing market today, bigger than the the dot com boom back in the early 2000s. But the biggest difference is there's no big players, right? There's there isn't a big behemoth. There's no Amazon. There's no Walmart. There's no Pfizer. There's Anheuser Busch keeping the little guys like us down. I mean, it's it's really a, an entrepreneur's dream, and, and so I get it, man. I understand why you guys saw the opportunity, and, and congratulations on taking it. Um, tell me a little bit more about how you got into the processing side of the equation. Why why not growing or dispensing? Well, that's that's relatively the simpler from just the business side we saw. We kind of thought that everybody in the beginning would want to be a grower, right? I mean, that's kind of the sexy, you know, even when you're in college or whatever, you're like, yeah, you had those friends that would grow in their closets or, or grow on their <laughs> on their patios or whatever. And I just, you know, we thought that the, the market long-term would get away from the smoking aspect of it and there would be, you know, other opportunities as far as not only medicinal, but even applying the practices of medicinal into the recreational market um, as it comes more and more mainstream. So we just kind of felt like uh, vertical integration was the only way to go um, in the industry if you were going to be there long term. Um, basically, just kind of like what you said, you know, big business has not really touched it quite yet but it's there you know i mean there's there's some big companies that are putting in money now whether they are allowing the public to know that that money is coming in from their company they are getting in it now we all know that so just had to go had to go for it all uh, my really my partner spencer hestwood he's been a chef and uh, a pretty intel you know intelligent guy along the way and he just said, hey, we've got to get into the kitchen aspect of it, the extracts, the terpenes, just, you know, the advanced science part of it if we're going to survive long term. Yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, that's some forward thinking on this part, really. I mean, I agree, you know, four or five years ago, um, you know, everybody was saying that the growers are where all the money is and, you know, nothing else mattered, especially the dispensaries. And uh, it's, it's interesting to see how much it's flip-flopped where being able to do 
more value add through things like extraction and secondary processing and creating products like edibles and the things that you guys are making, uh, you know, that's that's really where the value add and, and the kind of surviving uh, opportunities are. So, you know, it's definitely some good foresight there. Um, what would you guys do? So you're recent, recently a new customer for Apex. You know, you guys got a system back in uh, later later part of 2017. Tell me about extractions before then and why you got into CO2. No, I mean, we started out with CO2 and Apex. You know, we've also got some, uh, we're doing some rosin uh, processing or pressing um, that we got through Rosin Tech Industries. Um, but mainly, you know, we just feel like in today's society, you know, it, it's whether it be trendy or it's just the way the, the current, you know, consume in consumer thinks is, you know, health is top priority, right? And butane, even though it's a quarter of the cost to get into for extracts, uh, processing, you know, your post-processing is not near as detailed either. It, it's just not, there's no way that will survive long-term with an with just the growth in the marketplace because no matter co2 is by far the healthiest way to extract the cannabinoids and what we're looking for in products mm -hmm. you no know, if you use butane there's just no way you can get out a hundred percent of the butane there's always some sort of remnant left in the end product which then you're you've got ingestion and it just i don't see how that will last i just think at some point when it does go federally legal um, on a, I think, you know, the whether it be the Department of Agriculture or F Drug Administration, someone will eventually just outlaw, you know, the use of cannabis extraction. It's dangerous. CO2 is by far, you know, right now still it's cutting edge. Um, sure, it's expensive. But again, for your end consumer that wants, good healthy product and they know exactly what they're consuming it's the only way to go in our opinion right yeah well you know i'm, I'm a little biased as you might imagine but uh, i tend to agree with you wholeheartedly at the same time so um toby let's uh let's take a quick break here when i come back i want to talk about uh you know some of the infused products that you're making and um you know the terpenes and the cannabinoids and how you guys are extracting those and turning those into some of your uh, your awesome products here so let's take a quick break Sounds and back good. and talk about that. We'll regroup for more Mission Supercritical after we hear from our sponsors. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you life yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. 
Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. Do you have new ideas that you believe will make a difference in the cannabis industry? Looking to make your brand or service stand out? The first annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo is seeking sponsors and speakers for its inaugural event August 24th through the 26th at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Cannabis business professionals, medical cannabis caregivers and clinicians, growers and dispensary owners are all welcome to join us for this brand new event sponsored by the radio and podcast leader for all things cannabis, CannabisRadio.com. Grow with us in this groundbreaking event, the first annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 24th through the 26th at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Learn more at usccexpo.com. Time to extract more knowledge on Mission Supercritical, only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, welcome back to Mission Supercritical. Again, today's guest, Toby Ripito, CEO of founder Cosmic Kitchen up in Gunnison, Colorado, which we learned is on the western slope. So, Toby, you know, we talked a little bit about CO2, you know, cleanliness of it, uh, no residual solvents, and one obvious benefit. But one of the other cool things about CO2 is the fact that it is tunable, right? You can change the solvency characteristics to, to allow you to do what we like to term fractionation, or basically extract out different molecular weights, like terpenes from the, the what some people refer to as the bulk crude or the, the bulk cannabinoid extract. Tell me a little bit about, you know, the products you guys are making, uh, the edibles, and how you guys are using uh, the different parts of the extraction, the terpenes and the, the bulk, uh, to, to create your different products. Well, at the moment, we're mostly focusing on, um, you know, we've got a strategic partnership with a company in California right now that we're doing similar products out there that have been in the marketplace a little longer in Colorado. and. We're doing vape pens, um, Delta-8 isolation type stuff, which we think uh, not very many people are doing it. Um, it's becoming more and more popular, but it's uh, just a really good end product. You know, in the future, we've got, we're in the process of building out a kitchen at the moment here at our mm-hmm. facility in Colorado, and we have, uh, you know, some edible products that we will use um, where, where we're isolating, you know, terpenes and stuff, trying to take out, or, you know, uh, some of the the harshness of the of the taste that cannabis can leave in a in an edible product, uh, but we're working. You know, so we're we'll be doing some chocolates. We've got a few baked items um, that we're we're doing some R and D on at the moment. Um, but our, as far as edibles, it's in our it's in our three month plan. Uh, we hope to have them out um, really. I mean, in the marketplace by the end of this year is is what to be more specific but um you know uh at that point you know we're just um we're also we're mainly doing a lot of pull processing um you know even for other companies that grows uh we'll even take product from other people process their oil give it back a little white labeling kind of system for some other smaller dispensaries that necessarily don't have their own 
access to extraction facility. Um, so kind of, I mean, we're really all over the board um, at the moment with that kind of stuff while we're doing yeah. R&D for some foods that are coming out. Perfect. So you're doing doing a little bit of wholesale action for, uh, you know, like white label wholesale product kind of stuff. Um, have you have you have you uh, been working at all on on the separation of fractionation side, or is that still not something that uh, you're you're finding an interest in? It? No, we are. We've I mean we've we've got we've uh, in our California facility out there with our partner out there. They got a couple chemists there that are really doing. Uh, some pretty cool stuff. I mean, they can the isolation. What they can do now is pretty incredible. Um, I don't really want to go into too much detail because it's definitely not my strong suit um, in the company on that part. I wouldn't want to say something that uh, wasn't exactly accurate, or one of my guys would be upset that I shared. So, no, no uh, sharing of intellectual property on Mission Supercritical. Yeah, totally, uh, yeah. totally not, get it. Not yet, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it sounds like you got some pretty cool stuff in the works here. But um, let, let's let's shift a little bit then and talk about Colorado as a whole. You know, you guys have been in Colorado. You said I think five years, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, off and on for twenty. You know, with a, about a nine year stint in Costa Rica. Yeah, in between. Yeah, but I mean, you were you were you started uh, you know in, in kind of the, the cannabis industry in Colorado about you know four or five years ago. Right. And so, oh, uh, correct. Yeah. When we start. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys have, have, you know, kind of ridden the wave here with, you know, Colorado being one of the first states uh, to go, uh, you know, put put a good program in place for, for medical, one of the first states for recreational. Um, so, you guys have, have, you know, lived through the, the, the quote unquote high in Colorado and things started and the transition through. I, I think it did $1.3 billion last year in total revenue. And, you know, now we're in a situation where there's a lot of competition. A lot of folks like yourself have seen the opportunity, they've taken hold of it, and, you know, price depression's happening, you're starting to see some some um, swallowing up of the little guys from the big guys, some other guys going out of business. Um, tell me how the transition's been, you know, was was it uh, was successful first and now harder, or are you finding that it's a little easier today? I mean, really, I mean, we're, it's still so new for us, you know, um, I mean, in the beginning, you know, licensing has become more uh, restrictive. Um, you know, testing has also, you know, become a lot more in-depth and detailed um, for a good thing. But it, it's the, the hardest part about the industry, riding the wave, one, you know, you've got the, the, the price going down for, the, for, for raw flour. It's just a continual, it's just who knows where the bottom is. I sure hope we're at it now, um, but it's probably above my pay grade to have too strong an opinion on it, but it's, you know, it's one of those things you've got a lot of these guys that are growing that, you know, you, you, you want good relationships with long-term stuff. And it's a, it's a tough continual negotiation because we pay X amount of dollars for, for weight this month. And then next month it's like, Hey, well, you know, the product tested this or the test changed or so in their, their cost continues to go up. Um, you know, the, the price in the marketplace, not only for flour, but for edibles, oils, tinctures, whatever, continually is being becoming more competitive. So it's, you know, where that, it's got to level out at some point. And you're, you are, you're seeing a lot of mergers, um, smaller companies by bigger companies, um, smaller companies with smaller companies trying to cut that overhead in some manner. Um, and that's kind of where we're, it, we're positioned at the, like I said, at the same, in the same kind of 
spectrum is strategic partnerships and alliances, um, introducing products from one state to another, um, uh, trying to obtain market share. It's to be honest, it's just an ever every day. It kind of, it's a roller coaster, you know. Right. Um, right. Yeah. No, no shortage know. of oppor- no shortage of opportunities, but at the same time, you know. If you don't uh, if you don't jump on them quick, somebody else will because there's so many people trying to get into the industry, so many people that are in the industry now, and that's kind of what's driving the, the commoditization. You know, it's it is you know it's capital it's the it's capitalism at its finest for sure. Um, but you know, again, a lot of opportunity. So you know, being in Colorado on the western slope is that has it been a, a hindrance? Is it does it make it harder to find material? Is the cost more expensive, or has it been a uh, you know a little niche you guys have carved out for yourself? No, I mean, it's, you know, there's companies now that, I mean, you can find flour wherever. Um, I mean, you know, and like you said, as you know, the price for raw material is down. And so there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of inventory out there. Um, and, you know, when they want to sell, they'll bring it to you. And, I mean, you know, it finding material has not been an issue by any means. Um, you know, in Denver, you know, you get over into Denver, um, and there's, I mean, there's just as much opportunity, I guess, there. But I, we just would not want to live, we're just not city people, you know. And the, our business has not, I don't. To my, I don't think our business has been affected one way or another. You know, I, I think we're doing something a little different. Um, you know, it, it's um, it, you only need a few strategic partnerships, alliances in those major demographic areas, population. You know, I mean, where the majority of the population areas to, to introduce your product, and um, you know, there's good organizations you can join lobbying groups where you get in with like-minded people um, that are in the same industry and you know good relationships can be formed that way and um that that's kind of it's more as as in in a lot of business it's more of who you know than what you know a lot of times right right yeah connections are connections are important and you know it's funny to hear you say the uh the, the the material is readily available in Colorado because it wasn't too terribly long ago. I want to say maybe two, maybe three years ago, when that wasn't the case. The material was incredibly hard to come by, and you know, a lot of our customers who had extraction systems in, in Colorado, they were struggling to find material. It was expensive. You know, it was five hundred dollars a pound for trim kind of stuff. I mean, it, it was you know kind of crazy numbers going on, um, making it difficult. And you know now it's completely flip flop. Now there's there's an abundance of material available. And even they're delivering it to you. I mean, I, I remember hearing guys, you know, getting getting fights over who's going to get the trim from the grows, let alone yeah. you know the the flower. I mean, that was it was crazy kind of talk. So it's interesting to see how things have flip flop. But uh, so you know, in in Colorado too, there's there's a lot of more. Um, uh, I'm going to say advancement in the regulations. You know, they've, they've had more time to get their stuff together, and and taxes and stuff. How um, you know? How have you? dealt with the, the changes in regulations as they, as they come out over the last couple of years? It's constant. It's every 30 days. I mean, if you if you cannot start a company in this industry and not have a great CFO and or bookkeeping team with them because the 
every 30 days, something is changing, right? You know, and um, so just without that part of it, you're setting yourself up for a world of financial headache, you know, um, suspensions, fines, whatever it could be. But luckily, uh, you know, we've been involved with uh, the law firm of Vicente and Cedarburg uh, since our inception, who, you know, they wrote Amendment 64 in Colorado, and now they're well-known uh, throughout the United States. And in the cannabis space, um, so we've had we've been fortunate in getting really good advice from them. Uh, again, connections uh, through you know CPAs, uh, etc. So um, you know it's it's definitely not something that you know because we did this and paid it this way this month that 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 means it's written in stone for next month <laughs> by right. any means. So, so the only the only thing is constant is change. You know, old saying for uh, for the cannabis industry. Yep, and I don't see that changing until you know it's uh, until it's uh, more federal federally mandated. You know, right, right. The, the biggest the biggest change of all, right? Getting it uh, on the federal level and seeing then you know, all the all the repercussions that come from some kind of a change on the federal level. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a that's chaos waiting to happen right there for for all of us for sure. But uh, Toby, let's take a uh, let's take another quick break. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk about you know, you're in the Western Slope. You're uh, up there in the mountains. Um, you know, it's it's not as populous, but it's also a very popular touristy area. I want to talk about cannabis and tourism when we come back. We'll regroup for more Mission Super Critical after we hear from our sponsors. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com Are you ready to be inspired and educated by the best of the best in the cannabis industry while enjoying sunny South Florida? Then you cannot miss out on the first annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 24th to the 26th inside the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. The USCC Expo welcomes all cannabis business professionals, medical cannabis caregivers and clinicians, growers and dispensary owners to join us for this brand new event sponsored by the radio podcast leader for all things cannabis, CannabisRadio.com. Be one of the first to register today at USCCExpo.com. That's USCCExpo.com. 
Cannabis concentrates have been around for thousands of years. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Time to extract more knowledge on Mission Supercritical. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, welcome back to Mission Supercritical. Get today's guest, Toby Ripito, Cosmic Kitchen. So we, we talked a little bit about uh, you know being in the Western Slope, Colorado, and then some of the the changes or the constant change uh, that that happens in the cannabis industry, and you know kind of the the trials and tribulations that that causes, and, and you aren't ever going to get rid of that. But you know there's there's tons of opportunity at the same time. So we uh, we, we we left off start uh, we left off talking a little bit about cannabis and, and tourism there. Um, you know what kind of effect has the the cannabis industry had? on tourism, you know, particularly in, in Western Slope areas where, you know, skiing and, and outdoor life is a, is a real popular activity. Well, I mean, there's no question, um, even in our, our community, when the state legalized recreational cannabis, you know, it was the, the state left it up to municipalities to, you know, either approve it or not approve it. You know, within the municipalities and, you know, Gunnison and Crested Butte, where we're at, Crested Butte, uh, major ski resort, uh, 30 miles north of us. And then you've got Monarch Mountain, also a ski resort, you know, about 50 miles uh, east of us. Um, you've got Hunters. I mean, it, it, you know, it's a year-round tourism destination here. Summer is even bigger than winter, um, just with all the, la- with the lake, the biking, everything, you know, and. Um, I mean, there's no question um, when, you know, some friends of mine that, that do operate uh, dispensaries, you know, to public, you know, the, the public can shop at, can buy at, whatever. Their business, I mean, when it's, when it's full-on tourism season, summer, high season, or when it's spring break or even over Christmas, their numbers are a lot different, you know. Um, I mean, so, I mean, it, there's no question that it drives um, taxable revenue for your towns. Um, Colorado has done a great job, too, just in putting a lot of that money into schools and roads. Um, I mean, you can notice that just driving around the state every everywhere you go. There's road construction, and it's for the good, you know. I mean, they're using that some of that $1.3 billion, as you mentioned, uh, wisely, I believe. So, you know, for, for the tourism areas, there's no question, um, you know, uh, that it, it, it has a big, big uh, in, impact. Yeah, so, you know, right, so, so, the, so, so more people, do you, uh, do, you, do you think more people will choose Colorado uh, as a tourist destination just because of cannabis? Um, have, you, have you seen or heard any kind of stats where people say, hey, you know what, I'm going to go on vacation, but instead of going to a ski resort in Wyoming or, uh, you know, wherever else they might go, um, or East Coast kind of thing, I'm going to go to Colorado because I can get some weed there at the same time. Is, does that happen? So, yeah, I think tourism uh, and the cannabis, you know, space has definitely played off of each other. Um, you know, it, it'd be impossible to, I think, put statistics to it to say 
how many people actually decided to come here versus going somewhere else because of the cannabis. But I think um, I think most people would understand or at least could see the side of it that, sure, it plays a huge part. Hey, we're going to go out there, and whether they be baby boomers or millennials in other states that where it's not necessarily legal yet, you know, why wouldn't they want to come out here? And, and you know, I mean, there's there's a term that's being used, you know, cannabis tourism. And right. there's people doing it. Hotels, yeah. tours, I mean, you know, you name it, it, it pretty much exists here. And um, as I'm not, I, I don't know those companies so well uh, in what their revenues and, and things like that are, but, um, you know, they're here and they exist and, and, and you hear definitely hear people talking about it. So I, I think absolutely it has to play, have an impact on it, you know? Right, right, yeah. And that's, you know, I, I think just the, just the term, like you said, cannabis tourism, um, it, it's interesting. I, I know the, the times I've been out to Colorado and see, you know, there's party buses that uh, drive around Denver and I would imagine, you know, up in uh, your neck of the woods there, there's, there's outdoorsy activities that, uh, you know, are enhanced, I think is probably the, the best word for it, with, you know, cannabis. So, you know, it's not, the cannabis isn't the emphasis, it's more, you know, the enhancement uh, to the activity, whether it be skiing or, or biking or hiking or whatever it might be. So it's, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. Toby, we're, uh, we're just about out of time here, so wanted to uh, give you just a second here. If somebody wanted to get a hold of Cosmic Kitchen uh, products, how might they go about doing that? Uh, well, at this point, you know, we would, we're here locally in a few of the dispensaries. Um, you know, we've got a website, CosmicKitchen.com. Um, but just ask your bud tenders, more importantly. Right, right. And uh, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you to be able to, uh, you know, give you a million dollars for your company or try to get you to uh, sell their products to their dispensary, how might they get a hold of you? Uh, Cosmic, Toby at CosmicKitchen.com. Perfect. Perfect. And uh, real quick, Kobe, how'd you come up with Cosmic Kitchen? Oh, that was a conglomerate of three of us, and it just, I, I don't recall who exactly came up with it, but it was pretty much from the moment, it might have been Spencer or Steve Grant, who are both involved in our company, and um, it was one of those two guys, and I mean, the moment they said it, we said, yep, that's it. You know, <laughs> all right. That's, it's great. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it, it's a good story, man. Perfect. All right, Toby, I appreciate you uh, taking a few minutes to be on Mission Supercritical. For everybody else out there, look for other Mission Supercritical shows to learn more about the Apex Supercritical's 500 plus customers, including Toby, operating in the cannabis industry today. Hope you can join us. And until then, happy extracting. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.